Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. Okay, that was a good cup of coffee. I'm drinking coffee in the evening. I was calling you earlier to see what you wanted from Starbucks, but you didn't answer. You're so nice. What's your Starbucks order? I don't like Starbucks. <laughs> Mine is are we, are we a hot chai with almond milk. Oh, I didn't ask. <laughs> okay. Hi, Megs. How Hi, are Mom. you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How is your, how's your week been? Um, my week has been good. You went oh, to... How was yours? You had quite the adventure on Saturday. Well, as you know, Dad and I are training for this big hut-to-hut trip over Thanksgiving, we're deserting all of you three and the family, and we're going down to hang out with his friends from New mm. Zealand, and we're doing this hut-to-hut trek on the Milford Track, which is on the mm. South Island of New Zealand. We average about 10 miles a day, I believe, so we are trying to get into shape up here. Yeah. So we joined some friends of ours. They Actually, they encourage us to come out Fran and Karen they're really outdoorsy people they they do a lot of skiing and hiking and we did we hiked over the Kenosha Pass which is part of the Colorado Trail and we walked eight miles at 10,000 feet it's high altitude up there and as we're walking along the trail was a gorgeous day about 50 degrees uh, sunny we had the right kind of gear. Mm-hmm. We weren't. We were just perfect. Not too hot. Not too cold. Just right. And as we're walking along, we see two hunters mm-hmm. wearing bright orange with their rifle. Their rifles. That's yeah. what they're called, right? Guns. As you know, we're not a hunting family. Yeah. And they said, "Hey, it's hunting season now, so just be careful as you're walking around on this trail mm-hmm. because it is deer hunting season." And he said, "You're also everyone is supposed to wear a little bit of orange on them mm-hmm. because." These rifles can, did I just say that? Shoot 3,200 feet. And, I don't um, know if you said that or not. Okay. That's crazy. So we Fran was wearing orange. Thank goodness. The rest of us were not. Was it like a soft orange he was wearing? It was a pretty bright orange. Did he do it on purpose? No, I don't think so. Don't so we said, Fran, you can't walk too far ahead of us. Yeah. You have to stay well, together as a group. I know. I know. But it was, we were pretty tired. So by you the did end this of, on Saturday? On Saturday. Okay, because yesterday on your Instagram story, it looked like you went, and yesterday was a blizzard. So I was a bit confused. So you posted it late. Well... I didn't know there were rules around how... I was just confused, like, how is it in the city it's a whole blizzard, and in the mountains they're wearing shorts? But that would make sense. I was just reflecting on a day that happened the day before. Yeah, I guess it doesn't always have to be right then. Yeah, sorry. Got to brush up on my... Hey, you know, I did come across an article, okay. and now I'd have to dig deeper and look at the source. But, you know, we do talk about social media and mental health. Mm-hmm. And yes, I think it does, it can cause anxiety, and I think it has oh, impacted. Sure. But this article also spoke, if they did a study on, I believe, teenagers and girls, and if they spent just a limited amount of time on social mm-hmm. media, it actually increased their happiness. Really? And I think that the key word is limited. Right, right, right. And I think... My thoughts around that were maybe it's that connection 
that we all feel like we have with others. Yeah. The the positives of social media. Right, right, right. When we're on it too long, that's not okay. No, that's, I don't think, I hate when people always are bashing social media because the thing is, who is not on it? People are glued to it. Well, we're on it right now, aren't we? Like, basically, this is social media, a podcast. podcast. Yeah, here we go. I think I found it. Scholarly articles for positive effects of social media. Research being presented Tuesday finds that for 9- and 10-year-old children taking part in a study of brain development. 9 and 10, though. I know. I'm just reading this. Um, Greater social media use, such as scrolling through Instagram and texting, was associated with some positive effects, including increased physical activity, less family conflict, and fewer sleep. And I think it's um, disorders. But anyway, that was I, I was thinking, okay, hmm. Some of the benefits of social media are having a platform to showcase technological savvy and creativity. Okay. Absolutely true. That's you, Maggie. Increase self-confidence by empowering introverts to express their ideas. Yes. The ability to create lifelong friends and that connection. Hey guys, Maggie here. I'm editing the podcast right now and realized there was a part that got completely cut out. So the next part you're going to hear is just mom asking me how my trip to Florida was. Okay. Um, so yeah, I went down to St. Pete. How are your friends? my best girlfriends. My frenzies. <laughs> Are good. And it was good. Relaxing. It rained a bit. Oh. More than it was sunny. But you know what? It doesn't matter when you're with the right company. Uh, but on the way back. So it was a 10 out of 10 trip overall. Maybe even 11 out of 10. I could rate it a 12 out of 10 if I wanted to. But on the way back, remember when I called you freaking out at the airport? Yeah. So I guess airports are terrible for charging. Uh-huh. So basically on the way home. So I land in Denver, DIA. I'm like, okay, I need to charge my phone, at least get it to 20%. So then after I take the train, I can call an Uber home from Union Station. Yeah. Oh, no. My phone wouldn't go past 1%. I was charging it for 20 minutes. It was still at 1%. Um, Yeah, that was a shocker. And then finally, I get to Union Station. My phone was dead the whole time on the train. I get to Union Station. Honestly, I'm at tears at this point because I just, sorry, I just want to be home. You know when you just want your bed? I had a long day. All my flights were delayed. So then um, I get to Union Station, and I go up to the guy at the Crawford Hotel. And if he's listening, I'm mad at you. (laughs) I'm Um, sure he's listening. Yeah, yeah. No. uh, But I go up to him, and I was like, hey, can I just please borrow a phone? I was going to call you to call Claire and have Claire come pick me up or something. He goes, or no, I said at first, can I borrow an iPhone charger? Thinking it was my charger. And my phone is charging still over. I plugged it in, but I'm like, whatever. I need to look at other options at this rate. And then he's like, nope, we don't have a charger. You can borrow. And then, and then I said, um, okay, well, could I at least borrow a phone? Like a landline phone? Yeah. He goes, unfortunately, I can't let you do that. Oh, my gosh. I literally walk away. I don't even say anything. I go, okay, and walk away. Ooh, I was just so you mad. told him. Oh, my gosh. Finally, my phone got to 1%. What did I do? Call an Uber ran outside to the uber and the guy was like whoa i was scared because i opened the door like i don't know i guess i was just abrupt and finally my phone charged at home so maggie i'm so disappointed but i would have i've tried to teach you these life skills along Mm -hmm. the way you should have said hi i'm in room 235 my i locked myself out and i used your phone you should have pretended you you were staying Staying there there. (laughs) 
Well, our topic tonight, I think, is a little bit about adulting. So I have to say, I know you were a little bit stressed when you were stuck um, at the airport, and you, I think one of your text messages were you are stranded without your phone. And I had a little ha, ha, ha. Why? Chuckle to myself, because thinking back, when I was, here we go. Well, this is part of the topic. When I was your age traveling, cell phones did not even exist. Right. If someone were to want to get in touch with me, I had a, let's see, what do we call it? A post office box. P.O. Oh, box? Not a P.O. box. It was something, a phrase where people could mail letters and send it to the local, the next city where we were going mm. to be traveling to. And Annie and I traveled around Australia with backpacks, so we didn't have a That's way. That's kind of nice to be disconnected. It was... There was no, I mean, cell phones just didn't exist. How would you talk to your parents? So what we would do is we would get these round sort of circular things called coins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we would put them in this box that was attached to a wall. And sometimes if we were lucky, we could press zero for the operator. But we still had to put in a dime. Do you know what a dime is? Mom. (laughs) It's Seriously? a ten. It's a ten. Oh god. Ten cents. Now listen You're though. Acting like I'm. I know. I'm from... just Maggie. That's fun. Yeah. So anyway, um, and so then we would, if I wanted to call non our pops, I would always be pretty broke myself. Mm-hmm. I so, would ask if I, they would receive if they would be willing to accept a collect call from me. So basically what oh, happens... so they would have to pay for it. Yeah. And so the operator goes on, and you're sitting there nervously like, will you accept? Will you say yes? And this, and so the operator goes on, collect call from Maureen. Will you accept? And then you're just waiting. What if they say no? <laughs> and they would accept, and then they would, you know... And then they have to pay for it. And they have to pay for it. How much is it? I don't know. I mean, in those days, the phone bills were huge. It's so different nowadays. Yeah. But anyway, you can survive. I know we're all... You can, but also think... It's of, a, it's it's part of our conveniences. Well, I get also, it. like, I do know your m- number I have memorized. Yeah. When we were younger, you've always had the same exact number. Yeah, that's handy. But now, Charles got his phone the latest, and I do have his number memorized, but it's the last one in my memory. See, so what you do is get... A, if you get a little piece of paper and you write down the number... Okay. <laughs> We're done with this topic. <laughs> it was a stressful situation. It was stressful. But that's part of the adulting city. thing. Yeah. A little that's bit. part of our topic today. We are talking about basically just after college life, adulting. I feel like no one talks about. I feel yeah. like everyone talks about after high school. Okay, where do you want to go to college? Or yeah. Are you going to a trade school? Or are you going to go do yeah. gap, gap year? A gap or... year. But no one after college. Or they think, oh, you got to get a career, you got to jumpstart, you got to be making this amount a year, and I don't think that's realistic. Just everyone excellent. talks about it enough. I think someone should write a book on it. Maybe they have. Maybe I'll write a book. Heck, twist your arm. Um, Speaking of books, I'm really annoyed that a, a parent who's been charged in that whole college scandal mm-hmm. thing, she's an author of a parenting book, and meanwhile, she was Miss Major, I don't remember her name, it's not even worth saying, but... Uh, are you kidding me? A parent, someone who uh, authored a book on parenting, cheated the system, paid someone yeah. so her kid could get a higher score. Come on. That makes me mad. Anyway, okay, back to your... I know that whole... That could be a whole other podcast that could be. episode. That it's not, not even worth... You know, um, it makes, okay. It's embarrassing. Okay. And, oh, I was going to say, our demographics I'm able to look up on our podcast. That's how I see how many countries we're being listened to in. Listen to... Listen... Listen... <laughs> Who's listening to us from Poland? 
That's Ooh. cool. Nice. Anyway, um, but I'm, I'm stuck on that listen to and part. Uh, okay, 55% of our listeners are ages 23 to 27. 23 so, to 27, not my friends. I mean, some of them are my friends. But then, oh, but don't worry. I wrote this down because I knew you'd ask. 19% of listeners are 45 to 59, all your friends. Woohoo! I'm so excited about that. So basically, what I'm saying is you're so excited about all your friends listening. Well, I just, I, I, it seems like, is there... What about the middle? Do we have any listening in that 27? We do, but I just wrote down the two main ones. The two main ones. We have a demographic in every... I must say, under 17, there's not a lot of under 17-year-olds. That's no, okay. Which is fine. It's okay. I mean, but if you're under 17... We welcome you. We welcome <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, I wrote down all the countries. The U.S., New Zealand, Indonesia, the U.K., Italy, Poland, Canada, Spain, Mexico, and the Philippines. But Woo-hoo. basically, our demographic of 55% ages 23 to 27, I think this topic would be helpful. Yes, because I, I everyone agree. is expected to adult, but yet, did anyone ever get a book on it? Did anyone no. ever get... Were we taught really in college? Mm. No, it's the most you, that's stressful. A process. It's very stressful. And I asked on my Instagram, what do you think is the hardest part of post-college life? And I said in parentheses, adulting. I got five pages of responses. So, Clearly, we're not all alone here. Well, go ahead and read some of those responses. Okay, I um, let's see. Let's go from the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we here. Do you know that song? <laughs> that, no. Should I know? I'm in the older demographic age group. I don't know that song. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay, let's see here. And all of these are anonymous. I said we'll keep it anonymous. Yes. We're not shouting out any usernames. Whenever you share something like this on a question sticker, I don't do the usernames. Yeah. Ghost stories. We did ask for permission. We did. And also, thank you, everyone who shared a ghost story. Yes. That was an episode people seemed to like. Yes. And again, if you're a ghost out there wanting to spook someone, we're ready for Mom you. and I are open to it. Actually, I had a dream last night that some spirits are trying to come in through this window no right way. here. Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. You're making this up. No, it's true. And I I was kind of afraid. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you really want us to come? I know. Here we are. It's like, no, I don't really want you to come. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Here's some of the responses. Because I can recall vividly, I can call, recall vividly when I left college as if it was yesterday, and I'm driving away with my sister, Aunt Annie, and I'm driving home, and I had a plan right after college. I went right on to graduate school, so I still had the safety mm-hmm. and security. I had a part-time job at University of New Hampshire working as a, an assistant hall director. My salary was $4,000 a year. Mm-hmm. A year? A year. But I did get free room and board, meaning I had an apartment and a meal plan, and I got to use all their facilities, and I did get free tuition. So my graduate school was free because I worked. I didn't get paid anything, but I had a roof over my head. Would you recommend that? They still have programs like that out there. Absolutely recommend it, yes. And But anyway, I remember feeling still, even though I had a protected sort of plan and a bubble, I was so sad to be saying goodbye to that stage of my life and not really knowing when I would see my college friends again. Yeah, that is sad. The close friends you developed, and then going off to a new phase, and now I'm an adult sort of living on that college campus in a residence hall. I, I had an apartment, but right next door under me, super paper-thin walls. There were young, it was a co-ed hall, so I was on the floor with all the men, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, and they had, the ones right next to me had a a band so they were playing electric guitar and 
they needed to practice a little bit more. <laughs> Let's put they it that way. <laughs> yeah. So I could hear I them all night. I wonder if they're still in the band. Probably I wonder not. if they're listening. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I think my plan and my journey was very different than what yours is because then for the next three years after college, I was in graduate school and I was in a safety right. bubble still. Right. And then, but I still remember that feeling in my early 20s of a sense of being lost and not mm-hmm. just quite sure why was I doing what I was doing that sense yeah. of purpose okay so let's hear from some well, of our listeners yeah, no. and I think that's even if you are in grad school and even in college I think I felt a little bit of this yeah but I think after when you graduate it's just like what now that's how I felt yeah. because okay so what are some of our listeners okay, so okay. Have- someone said budgeting for the first time that's hard um so I think budgeting for the third and fifth and 50th time <laughs> It's always hard. I know. Someone said paying rent and student loans. That's a hard one. Someone said, I got bills. Fine. The stress of having to pay for life. Yeah. I think it's just our whole lives. Like in It's a big deal. Oh, another person said, oh, here was another one on budgeting or finance. Um, they said, coming to the realize, or no, having to pay real bills, enjoy life, and still have some sort of savings account. They, the same person said, coming to the realization that taxes are coming for your paycheck with a vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to the realization that your degree might actually be worthless. Oh. That's another subject. But with money, um, oof, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing because there's the short-term gratification mm-hmm. and then the long-term. True. And it's, you know, do you, are you... Should you go to the grocery store and, and buy things and save money, or you're just driving by a drive-through? Yeah. And I've lately been thinking about. I mean, I I'm happy to go through a drive-through, obviously, but then lately I've been thinking about the kind of the waste that goes into it, such mm-hmm. as the paper bag that all the mm-hmm. fast food is wrapped up in, the extra napkins, the cost. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm starting to question a little bit more of just obviously nutritional value of French fries, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. being more mindful of what, you know, we're consuming and sort mm-hmm. of that sustainability piece. Yeah. But anyway, there's, that's a lot. And it takes some time to get used to it. A few Christmases ago, did I talk about this in the last podcast about the savings thing? Or did we you just... might have, but I think you brushed it. So you, sh- like you... You brushed over it? it? Brushed over it. Anyway, I think, you know, the expression, if you give a man a a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. So one year, we had this sort of fun thing that Dad and I were throwing coins and change into the piggy banks, and Mm -hmm. we gave wrapped it up and gave it to all of you at Christmas, and you guys were pretty darn excited. Yeah. Then the next Christmas... We moved away from giving you the piggy bank, but instead we just gave you a book on personal finance yeah. for young adults. I think it helps. How's that book going, Mags? <laughs> and Charles and Max? Yeah. Okay. Um, but we want to teach you how to be more mindful. But that's a that's a life. It's a learning curve. It takes yeah. it takes making mistakes. It takes making mistakes, and it takes reading and listening yeah. and saving and the compound effect. And There's so. also, I've had a few friends tell me about different saving apps. Oh, go ahead. And I just pulled up, I don't use a savings app right now, but I should. And, but here are 15, I just Googled apps for saving 15 money saving apps for people tired of being nickel and dimed. Chime is an app on both Android and iOS digit. So clarity money, mint acorns, you need a budget. Walla by anyway, just Google apps for saving, and I think it. 
helps you save without you kind of even noticing it in your bank account. I think Charles uses one too where it tracks the spending, what he spends his money on. Oh yeah, there's ones like that. So I guess it's... That's helpful. Just being mindful of what is... And again, back to that short-term, long-term. And values, what is important to you. Yeah. And it's okay to spend money on something that's really important to you. And, but if you're just throwing money away, you're being wasteful, think, hmm, would I be better spending $10 on this Chipotle or should I put this $10 in and an envelope savings. or a savings account for a future trip or whatever? True. I like that, Mom. Yeah. What else, what so else did our see. listeners um, have to say? But yeah, I, no, but I would agree. I think money in this phase of my life has been the biggest stress. It is a stress for, I think, for everybody. Um, other people said it's hard to balance things. So balance. someone said having no time. I swear I go, or I swear I wake up, go to work, go to the gym, eat dinner, then go to sleep. Yeah. Someone said trying to balance everything at once. Schoolwork, work, social life, being healthy, everything. And then some people said building a career. So for example, trying to deal with the status quo, being super successful right after graduation. Yeah, there's a pressure and expectation. And I don't know of anyone, honestly, who's ever landed that amazing career job right after. I mean, life is a journey. Most, you know, just in college, most students change their major and throughout one's career, most people change their job or career many times. Yeah. And I think I think we've said this in a past podcast episode, but no one is working their dream job right after college. Yeah. And I think after college, what I found applying for different jobs I thought I would be very qualified for, having my major or whatever, is that I feel like jobs kind of now are... I could be completely wrong but are looking for that experience. Say you graduate college, you've done some experiment or experiment experiences in that field. So who would you want to interview if there was ever a certain kind of career person that you Mm. thought, Oh, I'd like to spend time with this kind of person, have a coffee with them or just learn more about what their life. what, What would that be Maggie? Ugh. I think I am very gravitated towards people that have a career that have established it. It's their own business. Okay. But I would like to entrepreneur. have coffee, an entrepreneur with someone. I would like to have coffee with someone who still makes a structured day for themselves by working for themselves. What about you? Um, well, I'm kind of at a different phase of life. Okay. And I have to say my journey is, has been pretty structured. I fell mm-hmm. into school counseling really on a fluke. I, when I was in graduate school, there were two options, school counseling track or community mental health. And I always enjoyed schools. I always enjoyed going to school. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'll be a school counselor. And I pretty much, except for taking time off when you were all little, when you little people were little, <laughs> I took five years off, but went back into it again. I love education and yeah. I love learning and I love being involved with the changes and the innovation that's happening Mm -hmm. in education i work with the bits and bytes club which is a group of students who do coding yeah and we run a big coding event and there's so many new careers that are coming out for young people yeah that it's really fun for me to encourage students to consider those careers me myself i think my i'm i enjoy living vicariously through my students i'm not necessarily wanting to 
myself get into cybersecurity, but I'm oh, encouraging <laughs> students to consider that or, or to be a cr- crime science or, you know, culinary or whatever. I think millennials too are starting to create their own jobs. Very creative. I think millennials are very creative so. and that's what's unique about your age group. Mm-hmm. I think more so that it's so different now than when, when I, myself and my friends yeah. just left college that we had jobs we went to i think your age group is cr- are you're creating yeah. positions i also think that is it it is important to have some sort of side hustle whether it's a hobby whether you're going to go paint to your like go paint with maybe they have classes yeah. around but it's also if you're not working your dream job right now and you're having a lot of pressure on yourself okay what I think it's good to recognize what is your dream and what steps can I make? I like that. Even if I'm not getting paid for it. Yeah. We're not Volunteer. getting paid for this podcast. We just love doing it. My yeah. favorite thing but is it's like, who when knows you come where over. this could lead? Who knows? You just never know. I know. I started a blog my sophomore year of college I because know. I was just bored that summer. I was working at the YMCA as a summer camp counselor. So and that's kids. when you started your so, blog. And that's when I started my blog. I didn't know that. And at night, I would be so excited to come home. It would be, I would be exhausted, but I'd be so excited to come back and work on it. But I think it's just having another passion in life. Maybe it's going to yoga. Yep. Maybe it's you want to get your yoga certification. Yep. I don't know. What yeah, would you I say like for it. For people that are too hard on themselves for not having, I using think, their major, being in their career, I, using their, yeah, you I know think I, mean? I think it's back to sort of, slowing down and being reflective and mindful uh, and living in the in the present mm-hmm. moment trying to stay in the yeah. now there's dad had a great quote that he used to use a while ago all is good in the, the now, now. True. and trying to stay centered mm-hmm. we have everything we need for today yeah right now we have a roof over our head we have right. you know cereal in the cupboard for breakfast and milk i mean we have food we are fortunate and we need to be mindful of that and not get too far um into the future or the past Mm -hmm. i agree and the thing about getting a degree too is you're always going to have that i think the degrees teach you lots of skills critical thinking you're developing and you're maturing it's you know problem solving Becoming more worldly, mm-hmm. looking and exploring and thinking analytically, making decisions. It's not so much what the degree is in, but sort of the stage of life when your brain is still developing and mm-hmm. you're developing those relationships with people who are similar, like-minded, and then you're developing those networks and connections. Mm-hmm. There, speaking of networks and connections, another one that people said is hard with adulting is just someone said, your friends are far away. Um like good college friends are all of a sudden far away. Uh, Outside yeah. of school, someone said making friends. Making friends. Um, and my advice for this would just be if you're being authentically yourself and gravitating towards what you want to do, I really think people in your life will come. Yeah. You know, I was one of those Netflix series. I think it was the one about longevity. And you visited this mm-hmm. island in Greece yeah. where they have Greece. the highest... Um, percentage of centurions who get past 100 Mm -hmm. and there were three common themes one of course exercise two um, nutrition 
And three, having a social group. Yeah. Being around family or friends mm-hmm. or a church or a community organization, yeah. being social. We're social right. beings. And that, that those people were happier and they were living longer. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, they would drink a glass of wine every day. <laughs> Oh shoot! I gotta start doing. Hurry, let's take a break. We're trying new things too. um, Exploring new hobbies. If there's something on your list, oh, I always wanted to try that. Go out and do it. Yeah. And also, the thing is, after college, is that was probably my most. Yeah, I still have a social life and still go out, but it's okay to not do that anymore. It's okay to not go out. Yeah. And also, yeah, everyone's comparing. Oh, like for example, I, Halloween happened this weekend for some people. Did you see Max? Yeah. Video? And it's like, I didn't go out. Uh, I, I don't feel any FOMO, but you're missing out. I know. Well, Halloween, we didn't have any trick or treaters last year. Not, you had not one. one. So I'm not even going to buy any candy because I'll just eat it all anyway. Are Are there any other? Comments from our listeners. I really think this is a great topic because well, I, I do recall like, the twenties being the scariest time. What would your ultimate advice be if someone was like, I think just like if, if I if I came to you, mom, I'm really have a, having a hard time with money, making friends, oh. and something. What would you say? Start with what's most important. Okay. Okay, and then develop a plan yeah. of whatever. If it's making friends, okay. Well, maybe you should try new. Try to branch out and go to some social Workout activities. Yeah. They have lots of clubs, groups, things that are free through rec centers or intramurals in the city. Yeah. Wash park There's in the a, summer. Or volunteer. There's always volunteermatch.org volunteer is a volunteer organization. You're going to say match.com. Not match.com. No, volunteermatch.org. And if you're looking for a way to develop, um, to contribute to the community and Mm -hmm. you're trying to think, oh, I'd like to work with animals or the elderly or in the outdoors, you can look on this website and say, I only want to volunteer, you know, within 15 miles of where I live and they'll have a filter. So just think about what's most important to you. Yeah. And, you know, then make a plan. You said that. this in some last ones, but stress is good. Some stress motivates us. Yeah. But if it gets to the point where we are stalled or overwhelmed or we can't think through yeah. the next step, then that's too much stress. Right, right, right. Some stress we need some sometimes, you know, to keep us going. And it's enjoying the ride along the way. Yeah. You can't predict the future. Yeah. But also now, I think living in the now. Living in the now, yeah. It's easier said than done when we're thinking about tomorrow or if we have regrets from yesterday. I remember one time when I was younger, or sorry. Are you, it's okay. Um, when I was trying to pick between colleges, Eckerd yes. or CSU, yep. I remember being really stressed, like, do I want to stay close to home or I know. do I want to go away? And I was just an anxious mess. Oh. But Max said to me, my older brother Max said to me, um... Don't you think that whatever path you choose is the right path you're supposed to Yeah, go there's no... But that made mm. me just calm because it's like, whatever I choose, I'm going to fully... It'll be fine. I would have still done fine at CSU. You would have. Absolutely. You know? It's, it's like, a wonderful it's university. It's not like there's a right or wrong. Everyone's eventually... It's all going to work out. Everyone has their time at... Maybe your friend just got their dream job somewhere and you're feeling 
a little discouraged because you're still working at a yeah. restaurant or something. That's fine. That's their time. They're doing that. You'll yeah. have your time yeah. and keep doing your thing. It's so hard not to compare ourselves to those around us, to others, but we have to remember everyone's journey is a little bit different, yeah. huh? And write goals down and write. Yeah, I'm all about intentions. setting goals. Oh, I love intentions <laughs> and goal setting. I know, because well, they say, they, whoever they are, yeah. that if you you know write them down and you visualize them yeah. and they, if you attract opportunities related to what you yeah, desire, a new study suggests that drinking wine prolongs your life. Looks like I'm going to be immortal. <laughs> As you can see, I've been looking up different quotes. We need about, to do an episode eventually where we're just drinking. We just taste all the different wines. Oh, how about this one? I am woman. I am woman. Hear me pour. <laughs> like pour a glass of wine. Not hard to get you to okay. laugh. Okay. Laughing with a friend is the best kind of laughing there is. That's a different one. It doesn't have to do with That's wine. That's cute. Yeah. Where do you I, find these? I was just kind of going on Pinterest Google. or whatever. Pinterest. I'm reading this latest book, Meg, that I discovered at a bookstore in Grand Junction this summer. And it did win the Pulitzer Prize. And it's called The Overstory by Richard Powers. And what I love about it is that it's a series of short fables that's related to trees and nature. Mm. And it starts from the roots to the crown and back to the seeds. And it unfolds in concentric rings of interlocking fables that range from the antebellum New York, which is pre-Civil War, mm -hmm. to the late 20th century timber wars of the Pacific Northwest and beyond. It's quite a literary... Quite oh. a literary... Um, book but just something different yeah so oh. are you reading anything these days um i'm still working on michelle obama's book we've been Yay. at it for a while that's her okay and I. Um, but you know <laughs> she's what? great gabby we have gabby in the room with us gabby do you want to say something she's our dog mom it's fine um gabby has a fan base anyway oh, michelle obama i kind of like i like reading her book because right now i'm at the part where she her and barack just got married uh -huh. obama i don't know uh -huh. i said barack Spoiler alert, they get married. <laughs> and, but she talks about different, like, she went to see someone to help her figure out, like, she didn't want to do law, but she wanted to help people, and she liked that. So, it's cool to see even our first lady yes. was trying to figure out, she took a pay cut and took a new job. Like, it's cool. It's like, okay, even Obama, he didn't know what he was doing. No. Like, so, it all eventually leads, and... I, think, I do recommend that book. I just need to finish it. I have to say, some of the, there's only, I don't have any, many regrets in my life is, you know, I still have a lot to live. Right. Um, really looking forward to some things on, Dad and I have on our bucket list. And believe it or not, he agreed to hiking the Colorado Trail at some point. And the Colorado Trail, it would take. That's cute. 33 days, I think, of hiking. He agreed to it? Yeah, but he did say he'd like to make sure there's a hotel at the end of each day. And an ice cream. I don't think we're an ice cream. The other thing event we have on our list is to walk the Camino Trail. Wow. That would be cool. One advice I've given you along the way is, and if it's for you or for anyone, it's something like the Peace Corps. It's a stage of life when they only pretty much take younger people. And you're young and healthy, and when you have the freedom and everything you own can be packed up in yeah. one cardboard box, basically. Yeah. And try to enjoy the 20s yeah, and true. not 
get caught up with acquiring materials yeah. true or material things Think about Kelsey and Sam. Yeah, like go see the world. Love what they did. They yeah. purchased a van. They named it Ray. <laughs> I think his name was already Ray. The vans? Yeah, from the guy. Oh, no, the, they named it. They named the it guy. after the Wait, owner. It was the conversion van. You know, it has enough just to so drive they around. Purchased. They purchased that conversion van in New York, and they drove across the country. Yeah, and they fun. did a lot of hiking, and they saw so much of the United States. They lived in out of this van. They met so many, I'm sure, yeah. other travelers. I lived vicariously through them, through their Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they're from New Zealand. Yeah. And now they're in, living in Vancouver, and, and they sold the van, and they made a profit on the van too which is just awesome i just i just want to be them when i grew up I know. but yeah i think traveling is always what traveling inspiration experience photography too yeah. even just going back to st pete it felt good to just be See, in a different environment yeah um Any, anyone can always visit us in denver absolutely next week we're taking a break yes because mom you will be in appleton wisconsin watching, watching charles play this well watching lawrence university and charles is my brother and mom's son <laughs> and they're gonna have their opening weekend of two games which will be fun and so i'm watching your house so if anyone wants to come to a party oh our address <gasps> is i think that was good i think that's great and what else i think that's that's good cool and so Can't thank think of you else? and it's your bedtime because it's 8 39 <laughs> on a monday <laughs> can, um, I, can i finish with this quote okay, from dude can I finish with this quote from Judith Vorth? This is about, I think, getting back to being the best version of yourself, mm -hmm. whether it's career mm -hmm. or friendship. Close friends, this is about friendships, and friendships mm -hmm. are important. Close friends contribute to our personal growth. They also contribute to our personal pleasure, making the music sound sweeter, the wine taste richer, the laughter ring louder because they are there. That is nice. Yeah. So shout out to all the good. So friends. as you're adulting, just stay connected with your friends. Really important. Yeah, and family. And family too. Family. I'm friends. Friends, family, friend. Well, friends. friendsgiving. Yes. It's coming. It's, we're coming into that season. So yeah. family sometimes are our friends. Yeah. No. And we'll I mean, a, sometimes our friends are family. We should do a Thanksgiving episode where we say what we're grateful for. I love it. Gratitude. Um. So think. Yeah. Just think this season coming into November. Write out a gratitude list. Yes. Because things aren't always that bad as no. they are in our minds. No, know? that's true. Maggie, um, I love my favorite part about this podcast. Yes. Well, putting on the headphones. Okay. Talking into the microphone. Okay. But first, you just you coming over every week. Yeah. Okay. Okay, goodbye. I think that's good. Bye, Megs. Love ya. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.